Welcome to Boss Babies and Bottles, also known as B3, hosted by me, Jessica with a Y, where we talk about how to successfully run a business and capitalize on your strengths while joining motherhood, in my case, twin motherhood, and throwing some crazy shebangs along the way. So pop that bubbly or grab that glass of wine and get ready to unwind. Hey babes, we are back at Boss Babies and Bottles. I'm super excited to welcome today's guest, Mr. Eddie Naranjo. He is actually the owner, the CFO and co-owner of MPE Event Group down here in South Florida. For any of your needs in terms of all the cool stuff, that's what I that's what I always call when I when I introduce Eddie to any of my clients. I'm like, he does all the cool stuff. So DJ, lighting, cold sparks, confetti cannons, uh, custom designs of vinyl wraps, and anything that has to do with, like I said, all the cool stuff. He's done a live champagne wall for me. He's done anything acrylic, anything out of wood. And let me tell you, this guy is a full-blown hustler, so I'm excited to bring him on with you guys. He is definitely just like me, born and raised in the 305, <laughs> and in Hialeah specifically. So thank you, Eddie, for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Tell us a little bit more about yourself in general. A long story short, um, Cuban-American, born and raised here in Hialeah, Florida, 305 till I die. I just love it here. Best place to ever grow up. Been hustling since the age of like 10. Um, my father instilled in me that, you know, you reap what you sow. So I've been reaping ever since. And it's uh, one of those things where, I mean, right now I'm a, I'm a new father. I have a nine-month-old, Noah Jean uh, Naranjo. His first words were Dada. So, I mean, of course I, you, were. you know, so uh, that means I'm his favorite. You know, depends on who you ask. That's not true. We right? carry them for nine months. We carry them for nine months. We take care of them and then they come out looking just like their dads and saying Dada. Uh, I'm not sure yeah. why. It just happens. Um, I have a beautiful wife. Uh, her name is Vanessa. Been together for three years. Uh, started up this event company with my partner Mario back in 2015, F2 MPE Event Group. And we've just been, you know, doing our thing, staying in our lane, and just doing epic events uh, for the last five years. Yep. And like I said, guys, like anything that's cool, anything that's in, anything that needs whatever they they are they are definitely the guys to go to and so it's super exciting to have them here today because what they've been able to do with their business is amazing in, in just these few short five years you just said since 2015 so that's great so what did you originally study eddie what did you start out doing we know now what you do so my parents have a printing company and since they have a printing company i've been doing graphics the majority of my life so right after high school, I went into college, the university. Yeah, it was Miami-Dade County. I was in Miami-Dade. Mm -hmm. Miami-Dade County, I went to the Art Institute of Fort Lauderdale. And I just studied digital graphics for like about a year. Oh, wow. And I was supposed to be there for like three years. Didn't really make it. After one year, I just said, listen, um, this just isn't for me. And I just, I, I, I think life as a class, you know. So mm -hmm. that's literally what I've been studying my entire life. Yeah. I always say that. I always say like, my degree is great. And what I did was great. But at the end of the day, what really got me to where I am was experience and getting out there and just doing things. And, you know, one of the things I love about Eddie and the MPE group is that no matter what I need, no matter what crazy idea I come up with, you guys always find a solution for it. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's important. He never tells me no. <laughs> oh, that's not in my vocabulary. You can't say no. It's not a no. It's a, let's see how we can make this happen. Let's see how we can figure it out. Exactly. And I think that that's kind of the mentality, you know, I try to teach, you know, my listeners, you girls, my boss babes is because like, sometimes, you know, you just, you can't say no, you just have to say yes and figure it out along the way. You know, and that, that kind of mentality really gets you far in life. And sometimes it's a little scary because we say yes to things that we have no idea if we can do. Absolutely. But figuring it out is, is the really big thing. And that's, that's what you guys do. And that's what I really love about you guys. So that's the fun part. Yeah, that is the fun part, right? And then the stories of how you figured it out, that's even funner. Yes. <laughs> so let's chat about events in itself. What is your favorite part of an event? My favorite part of the event would have to be the designing process to just sit down and to just see, okay, what's the theme? All right. Now you can have a theme and then all right, now how are we going to execute that theme? Cause mm -hmm. anybody could be like, Hey, you know, I want to do like a, you know, a little mermaid theme, you know, and just have some little fishes around the walls, but it's just like, no, it's like, let's really bring this theme to life. Like what can we do? So I love sitting down with a design team. You know, I'm a, I'm a creative person, but I'm even more creative when I sit down with a person, you know, like yourself, and you sit down and you already know, hey, listen, I want to do this, 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 and this. And I'm just like, why? I'm like, what's the, what's the purpose behind that? And you tell me, and it's like, okay, you know, like, let's, you know, let, let's make this happen. Yeah, because it's easy to do just a boring theme or just like the basics in a theme, but really bringing it out in a different kind of way. And, and we were able to do this, and we'll chat a little bit more about it, but in a, in a suite, in a, in a 15s that we just did, which down here we call them quinces, we really brought this, this idea, this, real, this big vision to life. And, and so bouncing back ideas is definitely something that I think you oh, guys yeah. The walkthrough is critical. Like I love doing a walkthrough of a blank canvas. You know, we walk through, everything is blank and then you're telling the client everything, but they don't really get it. And it's not until, it's not until one hour before the guests get there. That is my favorite part yeah. that you really see. And you're just like, we just nailed this. Mm -hmm. And these people are just going to say, damn. They just outdid themselves. Yeah. So it's just, that's my favorite part. You know, the one hour before everybody walks in, that has to be my favorite part of just the transformation yep. of, the, of the entire room. When we, as vendors, finally get to enjoy everything that we just put together and when the clients get to see it for the first time, it's, it's, it's a really great moment. That's actually probably one of my favorites as well. That's it is. Awesome. It is. It, it, that'll always be my favorite part of this entire job process it's just it's amazing to see the overall picture and Agreed. just be like okay this is awesome yeah so i mean the, the, the creativity that you have with your designs and how you come up with all these new ideas i mean where do you get some of your inspiration from honestly it's a big part comes from my planners bigger part comes from my peers if you're not looking at your competition you know then you know like what are you doing you know some people are doing you know, some people will start off with a regular wall and then it's just like, okay, like, how can I escalate this? How can I make this better? All right. You know, you may be like, Hey Eddie, you know, like do me a bubble, you know, do me something, you know, I want something in the ceiling. You're always escalating to see how can I improve? Mm -hmm. If you're not improving, then you're, you're, you're dying. It's one of those. So my peers are a big part. I always see what people in my industry are doing. 
How are they stepping up the bar? So it's one of those things that is like, that's my, where my inspiration truly comes from. And then just collaborating with planners and then putting all that together. And then it's just like, okay. And then, you know, I have a lot of things that I'm, that I'm able to do. So I'm able to do some pretty amazing things. Yep. Especially with your shop and everything you guys can put together, just all these cool things and you guys build things from the bottom up, which is, you know, not a lot of people do in the industry. So being able to do that really kind of, I feel like lets you guys be super creative and, and actually be able to, to give us all these amazing things that we would never have had. So I love that. So tell us, I guess, about what your hardest event was in your career. What happened? <laughs> oh, wow. I had to really think about this one, but a one just stood out. This happened a couple of years ago. Um, before I even got married, I was engaged. Uh, so I had to do this three-day wedding. It was down south in about Key Largo, Florida. In my opinion, it was just like one of those, like uh, a nightmare because beforehand, everything was perfect. You know, we talked about it, talked to the planner, talked to the bride and groom. They were from two separate religions. Okay. So there was a lot of, you know, there, there was two ceremonies going on, a welcoming party, day of reception. There was just a lot of things going on. And at the end of the day, it was difficult because there wasn't really any teamwork um, I was a, with a bunch of people that I didn't know mm -hmm. and me thinking, well, the planner's going to let us know exactly what we all have to do and get there. And the planner really doesn't have as many answers as she should for that caliber of a wedding. Mm -hmm. So, you know, so we're there, we're setting up everything on um, first day, Friday, it's a welcoming party. All the guests are going to get there at 6 PM. We set everything up. It was about 600 feet of bistro lights it was about 30 up lights, audio. We had a bunch of different sections throughout the outside for about 150 guests. And it was said there was a 50% chance of rain. And I was like, at 1 p.m. when we got there, hey, we should not set up because it's going to rain. Oh. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. It went down to 30. You know, it's going to go right by us. And I was like, okay. I'm like, let's start setting up then. And we set everything up. And at 5.35, 20 minutes before the guests are about to arrive, the skies opened up and it downpoured. Downpoured, a complete downpour. And at that point, the, the, the place where we were at was very large. It was a huge venue. It was Hawks K. So to be able to go from one place to another, you'd have to go by car because you're talking about two or three blocks away. So then to now take everything over there, because the guests are already getting there. So the guests are being redirected back to the hotel. And then once they're there, there's nothing set up, nothing. Mm -hmm. So then we have to pull whatever we can. The most important thing is to get audio up. So we grab the audio equipment. We grab the up lights, which is the easiest thing to grab, take it over there, set it up. And at least they can at least enjoy their party. But then of course, you know, those are the little difficult things that happen that, Afterward, you start talking with uh, everybody that is like, oh, but the bistro lights aren't up. And it's like, listen, you can't set that up in the middle of guests. You just, it, it can't happen. You know, like your planner should have had a plan B. She should have been like, hey, guys, it's a 50% chance of rain. Anything over 20%, don't take the risk. And then uh, Friday, uh, so that was Friday. Saturday, ceremony was supposed to be at 10 o'clock in the morning. So that's fine. Absolutely okay. So we started setting up at 6 a.m. 
what happened? She wanted an outdoor ceremony and it was going to rain. So since it was going to rain, we're like, listen, you have to move it indoors. And mm-hmm. they were just completely opposed to the idea of moving it indoors. Uh, it was like, listen, you need to move this indoors. Yep. And they were said, absolutely not, absolutely not, until two hours before they moved it indoors, but they weren't happy about that. And I, and I understand, you know, it's not your ideal situation, but if Mother Nature doesn't compare, it, it is what it is. I know. And I think that that's always the hardest thing for, for, you know, for clients, especially brides. Like you have this vision of having everything outside and everything, you know, you have this, you know, this grand vision that you paid for, which I totally understand. And then the weather comes and it's the one thing that I always try to prep them for. Cause it's the one thing we cannot control. No, you have no control over that whatsoever. It's mm-hmm. one of those things where, I mean, that's where I, I give it to my good planners. You know, leadership is so important and it, it all comes down to teamwork, you yep. know, because if that, without that, you'll ruin the entire event. Yep. And um, no, and then the second ceremony at 4 p.m., they wanted to do it outdoors and they were so persistent that we did it outdoors just to please the client and what happened in the middle of ceremony? It started to rain. <laughs> and it's just one of those scenarios where it's just, it was just horrible. And then it's, it just sucks because the client gets upset with the production company. And then when you have the call two weeks later about, you know, how did we do? And they're like, oh, you ruined our wedding. And I'm like, no, I'm sorry. I didn't ruin your wedding. I told your planner and she just didn't want to listen. Yep. And then it, just, it becomes a back and forth thing, which is very uncomfortable. Because you know how we work, and it's just like we execute everything perfectly. But if you don't have that leadership there, it's just you yep. fail. You know. Yep. At the end of the day, the planner is the one that that talks through with everybody, one hundred percent, and makes sure that everything the runs the way it should, from client to vendors. No, yeah. But audio is such a hard thing to set up. It doesn't take you guys five minutes. You know what you guys do takes you hours. We have to prepare. We gotta. For audio, we have to see where we could put the sound to not get a feedback, to make sure the wind isn't hitting correctly. Exactly. You don't get stuffed noise. It's a lot of things behind it because the problem is, is that if I skip out on a little process and in the middle of ceremony, you get a massive feedback, I just ruined everything. Of course. And then it's just like, no, it's, no, it's a lot of, that's why now, that's why I, I give it to, you know, people like yourself, you know, planners are just, you know, without a planner, a good planner, it just goes downhill from there. Mm-hmm. And production, like I said, just takes so much. And it's, it's one of those obvious mistakes I always tell people. Like you don't want to skimp on spending money on your production audio DJ team. If your caterer messes up your food, only you will know. You know, let's say they gave you carrots instead of broccoli. You're the only one that's going to know. But if your DJ messes up or your production team messes up in some sort of fashion, everyone all of your guests can tell no yeah it's what i it's what i tell my brides a photographer he's meeting with you several times a month and away planning up the location where you're going to take your shots a caterer you have a testing you try their quality of food you go through everything everything is done beforehand production company dj we have that one day Mm -hmm. those six hours all right eight hours ten hours we if we don't hit it on the money on that day, we failed. Yep. You know, like we don't have time to prep. We don't have nothing. We just need to set up what we do 
and we have to deliver. Mm -hmm. And if we don't deliver, there's no, oh, let's redo it again. No, it doesn't happen that way. <laughs> no, it doesn't. You're 100% right. It's one of those things. So I guess let's chat about the last few events that we've done. I mean, we've done some killer, crazy events. And in the last few months, I feel like we've put together some really amazing ones. We had a huge 24 by 24 floor wrap um, for one of my Indian couples, which was absolutely gorgeous. Yes. That you guys not only designed, but also laid down, which was great. We had this scheme say, guys, that was, again, it's a 15. It's very traditional down here in South Florida for the Hispanic community. I would say we went all out. This is one of these few clients that she was like, I just want this to be epic. And she literally allowed us to kind of come up with all these crazy, crazy ideas. So we had this idea of doing... A live champagne wall which Eddie built from scratch which was amazing it was five different panels of hedge if I'm not mistaken of hedge wall Correct. with I think six different holes in it and I had three people back there just literally passing out fat champagne like through these little holes that he made which was I mean when I tell you epic it was epic we added real flowers to this wall you did an acrylic sign for it with the girl's name on it and that was just one of the many aspects of this 15s we also had a magazine box as people walked in, backdrops, LED screens, a floor wrap, so much lighting. I mean, tell us about that event. That, to me, that was like one for the books for sure. Yeah, that was, that was one out there. I mean, that would be your all out. That would be like, the, that's the typical MPE package. You know, like you got it all from us. It mm -hmm. was one of those where the client was very open. She was extremely sweet. The couple were great, and they were just like, listen, give us your ideas and just roll with it. Gave us free reign to do whatever we wanted to do, mm -hmm. and the venue was perfect because it was a blank canvas. So yeah. literally, we went in there. We set up everything outdoors, which was amazing. Uh, the temperature was- We had good weather. <laughs> uh, the weather was phenomenal. So we did a live hedge wall. It was a 20-foot hedge wall, 20 by 8. They wanted um, you know, a live champagne wall. Gave them a live champagne wall. Um, three stars in the back. There's some acrylic, uh, acrylic lettering and her monogram on it. Apart from that, we did a we did a stage to elevate the DJ. We did wireless up lights, intelligent lighting, and we did wash lighting to wash the entire back. On top of that, uh, we had an LED screen. We had CO2 cannons. We had a confetti blaster. We did. We mm -hmm. had the cold sparks. Yep. A 24 by 24 dance floor. We had a backdrop station and we had a magazine that was a red carpet entrance. Yep. And the magazine wall is super cool. If you guys haven't seen this, make sure to check it out on their Instagram or ours. We're going to link it all up at the bottom for you guys. It's this box that people would walk in and had an acrylic front. And the front, we designed it to look like a magazine. And then when you stepped inside, you took a picture and it looked like you were literally on the cover of a magazine. It was awesome. That's right. It was personalized all around. The entire front was personalized. I think it was Miami Nights. Yep. It's the theme as well. This entire theme went well together. You know, the colors, black, white, the greenery. It was a very modern, you know, yes, mm -hmm. chic, um, chic. It was just an epic suite 15. So the client was very important on the grand entrance. She really wanted a grand entrance. Yep. So it was all about when the girl got there to do the spotlight. Um, for her when she was actually there as she walked into all of her guests. She did, you know, what we typically do in the 15s is either 
a dance or the um, giving of the flowers, what she did. And then we just started off the entire party with cold sparks. And then we just started off everything. We yeah, had we had performers too, which were a separate company, obviously. But we had these, this performing company, which was these weird, I can't even explain them to you. But basically, yeah, the costume was, was, was two girls in one costume, it felt like. And they would perform together. It was really cool. They called it Moving Water. I'm not sure if I would call it Moving Water. It was a little creepy, but it was also really cool. And we had also a lollipop aerialist as well, which I was scared for her because she was close to the edge, in my opinion. And we were at the penthouse of like the top floor of this building. And I, I was like, are you sure you want to be all the way on this edge? Like you're not going to fall. And she was so confident. She was like, no, I'll be fine. But I was terrified for her. And we had the, yes. we had the four LED dancers as well. Yes, we did. We actually did have some Ora Loca LED performers. It was definitely quite a party. You should definitely. It was just out. a wow factor. It was literally a wow mm -hmm. factor for all the clients. Everything. It just kept going. Every hour on the hour, there was a different element that changed. And that's what really just brought out everything in that 315 is that people were always entertained at yep. every aspect. You had different stations when it came to sushi, when it came to food, when it came to a magazine booth, when it came to a backdrop, when it came to your champagne, when it came to the dancing, you were just entertained the entire time. Exactly. And that's something huge that I always talk about, which I think I mentioned in a previous podcast, is having entertainment. You need to have at least one element per hour if you're not having like a traditional sit down dinner or anything like that, like all the hours of which you're having something that there's, isn't something already going on. For example, the ceremony, if it's a wedding or a sit down dinner, you need to have an entertainment. So you have three hours of dancing. You have to have at least three entertainment things, you know? And so that's, I'm very big on that. And this was a five or six hour party. Can't really remember right now. And we had so many different elements of entertainment. People didn't know where to look because we had so many great things. And so it was an amazing event. It was 100%. a wow factor. The sweet, the typical sweet 15s that every girl deserves here in Miami. Yeah. <laughs> Very <laughs> untraditional and yet totally Miami all at the same time. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and then my baby shower is actually something else that Eddie and his team helped me with. And we just did some really amazing things for that as well, which I think some of you have been able to see that on our Instagram. But not only did they create a custom floor wrap for myself and my little babies uh, with our twin or with our theme, our theme was make mine a double because I have two babies, <laughs> uh, but they did a hedge wall. They did a custom LED. I mean, people are still talking about our CO2 confetti blast cannons that came out, our dancers. I mean, this was, this was a baby shower that should have really just been a party, but it was really a baby shower. I don't know. I don't know what it was. <laughs> It was a party. It was, it was a, a party. party. <laughs> it was a baby shower. It was great. It was just great. It was, people did not expect that. No, no, definitely not. Uh, a lot of the uh, older members of the family, uh, a lot of my in-laws family and all of that, they all came up to me at the end and they were like, this is not what I thought this was going to be. And I was like, well, it started at 7 p.m. It already shouldn't have been what you expected it to be. <laughs> Hopefully. No, yeah, it was, it was great. It was great. Greg, creating everything, the hedge wall, it was just the space, the space was small and we just made it yep. so much bigger. It was great. It was a perfect backdrop when people walked in, the yep. part in the entrance, the bar sign, phenomenal. 
I mean, there were just so many cute things we had going on in that baby shower. So there was just, you know, not all events are completely over the top. But when you get a small event, all you got to do is focus on all the key parts to make it look beautiful. Yep. And having different elements. Like when people walked in, you know, there was a little bit of things for them to do at the beginning. So there was a little bit of baby shower to it. Then they would come in and grab a champagne. And so in the champagne cart. And then the first thing they saw was this beautiful custom floor wrap that led into a hedge wall with all the desserts out. And then they would come to us and say hello. And so there was that intro aspect. But then once the party started, it started. You know, we had the dancers, the performers. We had a Colombian band come out. We had the confetti cannons with the CO2 and the cold sparks. Like, you know, so finding a way to figure out what you want to do in your event and separating the different things so that you have, again, all these different aspects of entertainment because we also did have a photo booth. And so it was another different thing. So just, again, finding ways to be creative and to bring different aspects of events together. And as a production company, obviously, you guys do an amazing job at that. We try. Well, we always try to just, you know, just make everything as clean. Clean is key. You know, no mess, no, like, setting up maybe a mess, but when everything is nice and done, everything has to be just behind the scenes, just exactly what you would, magazine quality shop. Agreed. So then tell us about your top three events of running your own business. Obviously for all of our boss babes that are listening and thinking about opening up their own businesses or already do as a business owner, what are your top three tips to other business owners? Organization is key. You could be unorganized in life. That's fine. You know, <laughs> we're all a little messy. We're all unorganized. I mean, that's absolutely okay. But organization is key. Like I live and die by my eye calendar. By my eye calendar, like if you have a red dot, that means that day is completely booked. I've seen your calendar, by the way. It's yeah. the way you have it on your phone. He has it literally color coordinated. It's awesome. Yeah, blue is family. All right, purple is meetings, and red are events. Wow. So I have it color coordinated, so I already know. Okay, I have a family event. I have this event. I have this meeting. Because if you're not organized when it comes to that, I mean, the thing that people hate the most is for you to not take them serious. Mm -hmm. So if you make an appointment or something with somebody, you're asking them to take time out of their lives, give them the respect, you know, to give them your time, you know, because a lot of people will find that disrespectful. So, you know, a lot of things is just be very organized, at least in your business. Agreed. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, that's, that's my number one tip. My second tip was to never say no. I never say no to a client. We talked about this, but this is an amazing tip. It really is. Don't say no. People think that it's like not true. It's like, no, you can't say yes to everything. Yes, you can. And there's nothing wrong with that. Obviously, you know, I, I, I don't actually know. I've always said yes to everything and I figure it out. And even if I can't do it, I will get it done. I will have somebody else do it, even by not making a profit, all right? But I will get it done for you. And then you will be amazed saying that, oh, he can't do that. Oh, I'm going to surprise you, you know? So my thing is to never have knowing your vocabulary, all right? So that's, for me, that is, uh, you know, one of the best ones. And then honestly, it's, um, I would just say always answer your phone. 
You know, <laughs> I know it sounds crazy, but actually that, that's a really great tip because you sometimes never know when a lead's going to come in, especially a good one. A bunch, of my, a bunch of my friends, yeah, a bunch of my friends and it's like, oh, random numbers calling me or this and this. I'm like, pick it up. Pick it up. Like, no, no, no. And I'm like, no, no, no. Pick up your phone. Mm-hmm. I've gotten calls from California. I've gotten calls from Washington, from New York. I don't know these people. And I'm, in the, I'm on vacation in Orlando holding my child, having a drink. And I get a call, and I'm just like, pause. I'm mm-hmm. like, Eddie speaking, how can I help you? Okay, and they were like, hey, we want to talk about this event. And it's just like, yes, I know I'm on vacation. Yes, I know I'm doing this, but business is business. Yeah, you know? it's a constant hustle. That, that is a, for sure. It's a constant hustle, and just take the time, the couple of minutes. Obviously, if you're doing something with your family, make it quick, but at least say, hey, let me get your contact information. As soon as I'm done, I will send you over everything that you just asked for. As, but just pick up your phone. A lot of people are like, no, text me. No. People want to talk to people. People want to interact with people. People want to be able to hear your voice so they feel more comforted. Yep. So if I'm talking to a, any person, just literally just pick up your phone and just talk to people. Just always be available for the client. Yep, I agree. You know, I always answer my phone. And sometimes it's annoying, you know, especially as a business owner when you want to have a day off or whatever the case might be. But answering your phone is just so important and it's, it's terrible because sometimes you know people call yes at the least opportune times when you don't want to be bothered but it's okay you know what i mean you, you have never, to hustle you, you never know when opportunities are going to be knocking on your door exactly and you have to hustle if you want it to work you know and i always tell my girls i'm like swim or swim that's what this is about you know what i mean you're going to succeed no matter what and that takes a hustle and a determination that other people do not have, you know? I've been in a stadium in a concert and I've had to run to the bathroom to pick up a call, mm. you know, but I, but I pick it up. Yep, you know? and it's not comfortable because that's not what you want to be doing, but it is what, it is. what you want to be doing. But guess what? Like, I'm, I'm a hustler mm-hmm. yep. and, that's, and, that, and that's what I want to do. Yep, I agree. No, 100%. That's, and it's, you know, both me and my husband, as we always talk about, we're both, you know, entrepreneurs. We both have our own business and, And sometimes it's tough because if it's not me, it's him. And if it's not him, it's me. And it's, you know, and sometimes, yes, we do have to separate some time for each other and we make sure that we do that. But if one of our phones rings, we know it's like, you got to do what you got to do. It just is what it is. This is business. This is business. Yep. Yep. Especially when you're, and especially if you're just starting out, like there's just no way around that. Love those tips. All right. So tell us if you could give your younger self a piece of advice, what would it be? Say no to the Mercedes. You know, you shouldn't have signed that lease. Okay. That was a big no. All right. You shouldn't have popped that bottle. That bottle, you should have corked it back. All right. It's just the amount of money that you throw away when you're younger. It's really ridiculous. Sometimes it is. Yes. I would just say just invest your money. If I would have been smarter when I was younger, life would have just been so much easier right now. I mean, I love the hustle, but I just want to have to hustle as much. Yes. Yes. And I I talk about this to the girls. I'm like, your 20s, as great great as it is and as fun as it is, because the reality is like, I had a blast. I'm sure you did too. But there's, there's, you have to, at the same time, balance that with saving money and investing in yourself so that you can get to where you want to get to sooner because it sucks to be in your late twenties and your early thirties and be like, 
oh, I just wasted five years. Yeah. You know? And then being like, now I need to start from the beginning, even though I had all of this uh, at one point, you know? Because a lot of people make, you know, you can make good money. And especially if you're still living at home or your expenses, the younger you are, the less expenses you have, the more you should be able to save. No, yeah. It's crazy that even now, even now, like, I'm just like, I have all these expenses that I have, you know, with business and with life. And it's just like, how did I, you know, how did I make it happen? Like, when I, why did I make it happen when I was younger, when I had no expenses, I only had a car payment and a little cell phone payment. And it's just like, and I was doing so many things. Like, why didn't I just make it happen back then? And it was just priorities, you know? But if I was younger, things, if I could give myself some advice, just <laughs> invest in yourself. Invest. Yeah, have saved versus spent as much. <laughs> yeah, I get that. <laughs> All right, so last question, because obviously... This is the Boss Babies and Bottles podcast. What is your favorite bottle slash drink? My favorite bottle actually will have to be the ice waters. The ice? flavored ice waters. It is an alternative to drinking Coke. You <laughs> to drink sodas that you just, like as a Coca-holic, you know, Sprite-aholic, those type of things that when you drink, you get that little gas Hey, you just love for yeah. Well, this takes this takes care of that. Yeah. You know? So I, I literally my fridge is always constantly stocked with ice waters. Yeah, that is awesome. It's the truth. I have become a sparkling water slash sparkling water um, sparkling water snob. Really, I, I love them all, but at the same time, I have my preference too. So I love that. So that, that's my favorite. Yep. All right, ladies, thank you so much for joining us on Best Babies and Bottles. Eddie, thank you for being our special guest today. That was amazing. Thank you for your amazing tips as well. If uh, anything that you guys need from Eddie, all his links are going to be at the bottom for you guys to check as well as a special discount for you guys that just heard today. So super exciting. So if you need anything, of course, let us know. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Bye. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I cannot wait to chat with you guys soon. So make sure if you haven't already, subscribe to our next episode and follow my craziness on Instagram at ebjevents and at canal.twins. I promise you, something's always happening.